you can move right it here yeah. the whole time. <laughs> Wait, keep going. Keep talking. This test, 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 test. La 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 la. <laughs> That's good. That's really perfect. But okay. you don't have to be like that close mm-hmm. to it. So, pause. should I keep it like here-ish? Yeah, because then you're facing me, and mm-hmm. so it's going at. But if you ever like hit it or something, and I'll cut away when you're drinking, and cool. so. That's what's beautiful about three cameras is that like you could be picking your nose and the other person's talking. No one uh, will ever know. I love it. I'll just pick my nose the whole time. You'll never show me, <laughs> or you will, <laughs> or you will. And I'm then like, I'll get she started. really said something to me, and <laughs> is this mine or yours? I think that one has bubbles. Yeah, <laughs> that one's yours. I already oh, tasted okay. it. I dropped one ice cube and it's still hanging in. <laughs> so before <clears throat> we really get started, I'm gonna like. After you leave today, mm-hmm. I'll record your intro with your bio you sent me. Cool. Love it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I wanted it kind of funny. Yeah, no, honestly. Okay. Keep being you. Pondering. Don't okay, well, don't change wherever you go, yeah. okay? <laughs> but I was thinking we could go through Boda Bridal and Boutique mm-hmm. because I do. I really want to help, like, yeah. oh, you're amazing. advertise your business. Awesome. I've been doing it word of mouth for years, but this is different. You. I love you. And I would like to almost talk about starting that and, like, tell people like if you're interested in starting a business it is freaking hard and there's a lot of people along the way who like told me to go for it so I would love to dive into that cool because I mean that's how we I'd love to talk a little bit about how we met and how like people at work Mm -hmm. like we were talking about when you first walked in Mm -hmm. like it's huge it Mm -hmm. plays a huge part in the rest of your life agreed um and then not settling so kind of ties into that and then we'll go into the dating stories and then amazing. I love that we can end these shitty dating stories with your amazing engagement. Yeah! <laughs> oh my gosh, it was I love him. As soon as I started seeing how weird he was on your stuff, I was like he's the one. I mean, a guy that dresses up more than me, he like wants to wear Santa Claus to the airport on Christmas day like Oh, he wants to. Yeah. It. Okay. This oh my gosh. Beautiful. Okay. I can. <laughs> I love him. And then um, traveling <laughs> with him, mm-hmm. saving animals. We get into the animal stuff. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then possibly short girl style. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. Because I'm like I'm inspired by you starting this, and so I think maybe we will dive into it because I'm like. I want to talk about it because I know you'll motivate me to just start something new. And I'd love to, like, help you start it if you have any yes. questions or anything. Not, okay. I don't really know what I could do to contribute. We but... could do a ton. And honestly, what it is, I'm like, my idea, just so you know, and I'll explain it again, but, like, anyone 5'8 or shorter is considered short in the fashion industry because you're not a six-foot model where, like, everything's designed Proportions are super different. Yeah. And so I'm like, I just feel like there's representation for everything coming up but I'm not seeing a lot of like shorter girls and so I'm like you know what that has always been a horrible thing you have to go get petites yes or growing up I felt like I needed to wear high heels all the time I mean I'm wearing heels now but that's literally a style choice but I love this because this ties into everything I'm doing okay because everyone has their own little like their insecurity of like diversity yep right Mm -hmm. and so you're advocating for people who are shorter than what models or exactly or clothes are being made for okay I love this okay, okay. so we're diving so in. yeah I'm like maybe that's what I'm and gonna I said be- maybe because I was still insecure about it and then I watched your freaking first two I swear on you I'm like we're doing it I'm gonna talk to her about it because I'm like no one cares about someone who's short so let's but here's it. the thing you don't that's mm-hmm. that is the thing you don't have to be disabled or have 
some, like, crazy, like, illness or something to be considered someone who needs a little bit more attention than the, or not more attention, but like more wants attention to than represent others or like yes. feel like you're included too. You know what I mean? Yes. So I do. There's a lot to say, but I was like, yeah, we should because I watch your things and I'm like, oh, she's the perfect person to like motivate me and just put myself out there because you're doing it. So I'm so glad. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I swear you're inspiring people already. So. Well, I couldn't have done it without like people to look up to like you. You've, I don't even you know just <laughs> left corporate America and you're like, um, I guess I'm starting a whole bridal business. Yes. Not that you hadn't already uh, started it, but you just were like taking the plunge exactly. and going in. There's a difference in a hobby and like, this is my life. And is this what you're doing full time now? Um, I'm trying to do it part-time. Okay. It's okay. taking so much time. Yeah, I was going to say this will be full-time real quick if it's not already. But. Yeah. I'm trying to do my consultancy full-time. Yes. Get I into like... I about that, but I want to save that because, yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, yes. Yes. Well, I guess my long, long, long-term goal is to be a keynote speaker. Amazing. That's where the that money is. That was your goal back in the day. I know. And oh I'm kind of just like... I'm not speaking English. I'm kind of <laughs> just realizing... Yeah. The things I've been talking about, we talked about a podcast, too, and doing these stupid dating stories. Yeah, really, though. I'm like, you said it all, and you're doing it all. And even though it was, like, one shit storm after another with work, that's what it takes. And that sucks, but that's just what it freaking takes. Things have to not work out, or the thing you're meant to do will never work out. Um, Which brings us into the perfect segue as to how you got started in your business mm. so mm. <laughs> here we go <laughs> are we on are we rolling we're on we're rolling <laughs> let's double check everything for being on my podcast who the chill cares the chill well we care Destry D cares Destry cares cool i hate third person <laughs> yeah i mean i've been doing it recently i'm actually gonna tell you why i've been doing it recently oh yes <laughs> If I can get my words out correctly, mm-hmm. this whole <laughs> podcast. Um, I started doing it because I wasn't talking to myself nicely in my head or mm. out loud. Yes. And my body dysmorphia. I felt super disconnected from my body. Wow. However, I do think there's a time and a place to do it. I remember, were you saying something about like literally looking in the mirror and talking to yourself? Didn't you say that? So it's something I learned in the mental hospital. Is like I think a, that's cool. Saying hello to yourself in the morning, looking at yourself in your eyeballs. And As like, a person. Because you you would do the same thing to anyone else when yeah. you see them in the morning. I heard you say that, and I've started to try and do it, and I felt so weird, and I know you mentioned that. It's weird. But I need to do it because I'm the same as you. It's like severe, I don't know, just about your body and it. And how it represents you as a person. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks when you compare your self-esteem to your body image. And it's hard as a girl. Yeah. It's really like, hard. She is here. Mm-hmm. That's like how I have to talk to you. She's Aww. here. She's helping me get date through day to day. Like yes. I couldn't be able to do these things I want to do if she's not healthy and fed and nourished. And, you know. I love that. So that's it kind of just huge. translates into she sometimes. Yes. That's how I identify. And so it's just... Oh, I love that. And I'm going to keep trying to do it more. I just, I've done it twice and felt so awkward, but I remember feeling like, wow, that is another person. 
like you never see yourself you're like i am who i am you're trapped in your head you say horrible shit to yourself or when you walk past the mirror you're looking at your clothes or your hair you're not looking at you right looking into your eyes and not like what color are my eyes but like like i'm looking into your eyes you are a person i would never think certain things about you that i think about me or that i say to myself never right say the shit you say to yourself to your friends right so that is like what it was for me and so i'm glad you mentioned that and keep saying that have like spread that okay thank you mental hospital because that is significant and we all need mental health i mean like you gotta learn skills somewhere if it's not out here it's in the hospital it's with your therapist it's yes that's why i want to tell people all the things i learned in there so hopefully less people will have to go it's okay if you have to go yeah but i will say you were the person you were like the first and only person who knew you were my boss at the time yes and I honestly hadn't been there very long. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like six to eight months I'd been there. Yeah. And I was like, I have to go on a leave. Yep. I need to go to the hospital. And we had already built such a rapport, though. Like, yeah. We life were happens. friends, too. Yeah. Which was nice. It's nice when you can get there. But Yeah. It was, you were such a good role model for me. And you're not much older than me. I don't think anyone needs to be older than someone to be yeah. a good role model. Yeah. But you taught me that there doesn't need to be, like, a hierarchy. There's obviously a a way to report to people, a direct report. Right. But it doesn't need to have, like, hierarchy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not better than anyone I work for or or that anyone who works for me or with me. Because I'm like, actually, you're here on this team because we need you. I am lacking something or I'm learning something from you. I cannot do it all. So sometimes they're better than you and you learn from them. And so that's how I treat people in general. I'm actually really thankful and happy to hear that you felt that because I'm like, I am no better than you. In fact, I highly valued you, especially your work. I was like, we can't do any of this without her. So yeah, you're right. In my mind, there is no hierarchy. And that's the same like in my store. No hierarchy. I've taken that with me everywhere. And then Um. I've gone to bosses who really fucking love hierarchy. Oh, yeah. No, they thrive on it. They... Mm -hmm. It was just like the nastiest situation and it's all, it's coming from maybe insecurities from nepotism or other things. And you're just like, hey man, if you didn't need me here, don't hire me. Yeah, exactly. But when you went through that, I was almost just impressed because you handled it. Like, I am not crazy. I need help. And like, that's huge. Everyone freaking needs help. And sometimes it takes a stronger person to say they need help. Well, and I wouldn't even say that I was, like, strong. I've been told, like, you're so strong. I don't want I don't want to be strong yeah, anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. What I did have was family and friends who had been in the situation before mm-hmm. and opened up about it and were, like, a safe place. Yeah. And I knew that it was an option and it's okay. And like, these are just things we do. Oh, I'm not I love that it's okay. Everyone has that. Yes. So, oh. and I hope that I can be that for other people mm-hmm. because it is literally the reason I'm still here today. Yes. I was begging to leave. Wow. So. Wow. I remember that whole time. And it's sad. I mean, you never know what someone is going through. Like, externally, you gave off of, like, a radiation. You know what I mean? Like, a positivity. And unless anyone knew what you were going through, you can't know that about someone. So, 
I mean, you went through a lot, and it's just so awesome to see where you are But, now. like, to get back to where we were originally <laughs> <Right>. going, <laughs> you were such a good boss, and Thanks. you really did. Like, everyone, you were the light of the office, and it wasn't until things started to change yeah. in the office that that was no longer welcomed Agreed. anymore. Yeah. And it was interesting. I mean, that was my favorite job on earth. I really met the best people I could have ever met in my life. We were at a tech company, yes. for those who yeah. are unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. It was, it was fashion. So and fun. And it was like building a family. That's really what it felt like. When I was there, things definitely had changed after I left. Apparently, I don't really know. I wasn't there, so I can't vouch for it. But um, meeting all the people I met was just like the best time of my life. So, I, like, I can go back. That first year I was there... The people I'm still in contact from there, I hope and feel like I will be in contact with yeah. for decades to come. Agreed. As long as social media is as easily accessible as, as accessible as it is. But yes, it was a lot of really good people that built that business. Yeah. And like anything, it changes. It gets more, it gets more corporate. Yeah. And it inflames for me. But yeah, I heard and I'm just like. We'll chat about that's that. On, but that's on <laughs> mental illness mm-hmm. and um, businesses not understanding that. So Agreed. it's just like it was an educational moment, I think, for a lot of people. Mm. And that's all we can do going forward is learn from those things. Agreed. So. And promote mental health, whether that is therapy or whatever it is, like you said. Especially at a company that just lost their owner or CEO to yeah. suicide. So yeah. Agreed. It was weird. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, I can't even legally speak to why I left. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's, it just shows you how important it is mm-hmm. because there's so many people in a business and you, like you said, you never know what people are going through. Agreed. And it seemed like things were just getting more and more, like, no fun, no enjoyment, no nothing. We're here to work only. Keep your head down. Mm -hmm. And if you're struggling already and you're taking away those happy things, like, that's Mm -hmm. just going to really impact your employees. Agreed. So is that what made you get to the point where you were like, I'm done. I'm done at the tech company. I'm going to do this full time. Yeah, I think. So what it came down to, and I own... Boda Bridal with my mom. Um, and Boda Boutique. And Boda Boutique. Mm-hmm. And so we started this in her basement, I think, almost eight years ago now. Who knows? When was 2015? Early 2015. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at almost eight years. Wow. Which is insane. It's insane to say it because it feels like it was also yesterday. But I was doing that full-time in her basement while working full-time at Jane. Okay. And I remember just... It was a horrible mental health thing for me. Like, you were not eating. No. You were not yeah, sleeping. At all. At all. And I had just also gone through a divorce at the time, which was horrible and never wish that on anyone. And so my life was really just felt like it was hard all over. And then I was trying to date again after, you know, trying to move on and everything. And it was like a nightmare there. And we can get into Absolute that. Absolute nightmare. But. It was almost like everything felt like it was making my mental health worse. And we were, so I was working at the company we were at for 
you know, eight, sometimes nine hours a day. It just depended. And then I would go home and take brides sometimes until midnight, which was crazy. And then I had to put in their orders in the morning and speak with my vendors in the middle of the night. And it was like well, across the world. Oh, yeah. And so it was crazy. It was a really like draining. I mean, I've learned a lot about sleep and how that affects your mental health now. And I learned the hard way because I feel like I spiraled out of control in so many ways but I was trying to just like make my dream come true which I've come now to be like what even is that what does that even freaking mean what does that mean to like make my dream come true because the more I think about it I'm like I'm living my dream like literally every day now not just in regards to Boda but just like Things that make you happy. That's your dream. Not like striving for this massive thing that you've thought of your whole life. And then you get there and you're like, wait, what? Or wait, that like, what? is it cumulative of other people's dreams yeah. to be like projected onto you? Yeah, that's a very good point. Or your own limitations, which then is a whole nother thing of like feeling insecure or not good enough. Or I, you know, just starting Boda, it was very like embarrassing. I'll be honest. Like we could only afford cheaper photography or we would ask everyone to work for free like collab models and and I felt like my factories weren't as good at the time and so I felt almost embarrassed I didn't want to like put myself out there so I was keeping it more quiet like referral word of mouth I design wedding gowns please come check us out I think so many entrepreneurs can empathize with that though it's like you don't want to look like you're not already there but you can't just go from zero to ten totally you never want to be caught starting because starting is so embarrassing but it's like guess what everyone that you admire started and like unless they had millions of dollars they were probably embarrassed too and And the people judging you have never done it before thank you so that's a huge point I would love to talk on even just now the judgment and the anxiety that I feel I'm trying hard to let that go but we'll dive into that um anyway back to like why I decided to leave there was one person, Candace Nielsen. We love Candace. <laughs> love Candace. She may still not even know the impact she had on me, but there was one day that I will always remember. Um, I was going through so much, and everyone was well aware of my sleep schedule at Jane. It was always like, did you sleep last night? Uh, two hours. Typical. And we would joke about it, and my eating was really weird. It was I like eggs and... <laughs> the thing you would always say eggs. when you got in, it's my makeup from yesterday. Oh, my makeup from two days ago. And I'm like, girl, <sighs> go to the powder room. Yeah. And I, I got you. I'm I like, learned about dry shampoo. <laughs> it was wonderful. It's a but it wasn't even like, it's just you were doing it all. Yes. And so it mm-hmm. took people. Sorry. No, we'll thank you. Candace. Yeah, you're right. But Candace was one of those people who saw and noticed. And she was like, you know, and then dating so much too, just adding into that. With she was what like, time? Right. And everyone would be like, wait, how many dates did you go on? Wait, with what time? It was so funny. And like, there was just a joke about Destry and her time. And, but I feel like everyone cared. Like, everyone cared about well, me. Well, listen, we love you. And You're I love a hard you and all everyone not to there. love. Oh my gosh. Swear, swear. Like, but you I radiate like... all of this. Everyone loved having you around. The mm-hmm. last thing we want is for you to leave the yes. company and mm-hmm. go. But when we know that, like, there's a breaking listen, point. dude, there's only so much you can do at right. this tech company. Totally. And I felt like I was letting you guys down as my team because it was like mentally I wasn't able to take on as much as I would have liked. And maybe that didn't even mean 
I was not a good employee, but how much I wanted to put in was 110%. You can't have two full-time jobs. You cannot. You can have one passion. And okay, that's hilarious because it's exactly what Candace said. She said, so I'm just wondering like, and I don't know verbatim, but I remember how it made me feel and the kind of, you know, the words she said, but it was basically, so you're either going to have a hobby and a job or you're going to have like a career and you're going to like take the leap and do it. When are you ever going to have this time again? You don't have kids. You know, you are single. You, I was living with my parents at the time. Which is so nice when you're starting a business. Yeah. Everything was open for me. And she's like, why are you putting this stress on yourself to do it all? I'm like, I don't know. I need money to go shopping. Was that what the answer was? That was your therapy. Yeah. That was hands down your therapy. And my therapy. So I was spending a lot of money counseling and shopping every month. So I'm like, that's what it was. And so I said, okay, you're right. How long until I can pick up my lifestyle, move out of my parents with my own career? Who knows? Will it fail? Who knows? But like no one hurts in the situation but me. And like, and you can't know if it'll work if you don't try it. Totally. And so she said it and she's like, I mean, I don't know. I think you should just do it. I think you should take the leap and do it. The tech company will always take you back. Any company will always hire you again. There will always be someone hiring. And she's like, you know what? What if it's a week? In a week, you're like, "Ah, forget this. I'll come back. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's not that scary anymore. What do I have to lose? Like, really, Candice, thank you. I think I thanked her a couple months, maybe a year ago. But I don't even know if she still understood that that was like, she's right what am I doing? And so I one day just said, it's freaking now or never. And it was so sad. It was like, I still loved working there. It was like, I'm leaving my friends and family behind. Well, you're still like your group of best friends is still still from there. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly right. And we still see each other every month, if not more. Right. And so, oh man, it was so hard. Like I sobbed and sobbed. And then the way I like to leave a company is like on a high note, I'm not going to be sad. So I always, and this is serious. I put on, don't you forget about me, Simple Minds from The Breakfast Club. And I blast it. I'm like, don't you forget about me. And I just think I'm so great. I think Caroline was recording me while I did this on the last one. Um, I'm so weird, but I was like, no, I want it to be funny. Like, I want to leave with good energy and, like, not oh, feel sad. Night and day from the way I left. Perfect. So <laughs> well, the situations were gave, different. Well, but at least you gave it that, and you yeah. did it for yourself. Yeah. I was like, I just can't. I don't want this to be, like, a sad trauma moment for me. It's like, this is still my friends and family. This is funny. I will see them again. Yes. But I have this opportunity where there can really be something with my company. And I wanted to open a store. How in the world would I have ran a store and worked? It was like, well, I can Abby. just text the employees. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you you just can't. So I went for it. We opened the store. I thought I was so cool. Can I even tell you? This cute little store in Gardner Village. And I, I look at it now and I still am like, oh, embarrassing. But why? Why should I it's be embarrassed? It's so cute. Yeah. And I'm like, it's something that other people can't do other, or like something I didn't think I could do. And I proved myself wrong. And then I proved myself That's wrong again. bigger than proving other people wrong. <laughs> it though. is. Mm-hmm. I, I had to like, start showing up for myself because I was yeah. like, why am I... 
I would never just flake on a friend like I'm flaking on myself. Yeah. I want to do this. I said I would. And she's sitting over there being like, hey, bitch. (laughs) When are you going to do what you said you were going to (laughs) do? Agreed. Agreed. And like holding yourself accountable is huge, especially self-employed. That was something that I learned really fast. It was like, wait, I can't just like wake up at 11 a.m. and make this happen. It will go nowhere. So it was like, oh, interesting. I still have to wake up at six or seven, especially if you want to work out. You have to like prioritize and still it it is a job. And then how did you get yourself out of like so you quit the job? Mm -hmm. So you weren't doing that. Was it just getting back to the basics of like eating and sleeping eight hours and exercising? Oh, yeah. And mental health was like my number one because I quickly realized it wasn't working two jobs. That wasn't the problem. Sure, it added to it. But the problem was I no longer had, I don't know, the discipline to decide what was best for me. Truly, I was disciplined in working hard. But what did that mean for my mental health, my physical health? It was bad. And so I realized I need to sleep these eight hours. And now I have the time to do so. It's not a choice. It really is a choice for me to like sleep that much. Because if it was up to me, I would stay up all night every night. And I'm just like, it's a choice to, I don't know. I've just read so many things about your brain and what sleep and water, which I hardly drink water still. That's still a problem. Those mints though. (laughs) (laughs) I have no more addiction to the mints. (laughs) Oh, shout out to Winter Green Lifesaver Mints. You're welcome. Hold on. Addicted. Hold on. <laughs> Especially if they're crumbly. Do you know what I'm talking I about? Oh, I love you. I saved it. It's literally going to be crumbly. So I'm going to save it. Oh, it's, yeah. You can tell if they look powdery. That's how an addict would tell you about mints. Oh, good. I don't, I'm not addicted anymore. In fact, I carry them at our stores because they're amazing. I don't eat them. Like, I'll eat maybe two if I am around them but i had a whole cup every day Destry also eats um m&ms i used to peanut butter m&ms i would chomp off the chocolate rip the shell off in a pile of carcasses and eat the peanut butter yeah I yeah you remember, remember that. of course you remember you sat right next to me for <laughs> at least a year <laughs> how long two years how long was it at least a year oh my gosh sick <laughs> I still have weird eating habits. I'm not going to act like I've recovered from hey, that. I mean, the whole population has weird eating habits. Yeah. It's about recognizing it and doing something about yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, I stopped with those two things. I'm so, proud of you. Yeah. I'm so proud. Thank you. Growth. So you have two stores. Mm-hmm. You mentioned one at Gardner Village yes. and then one at Trolley Square. So we opened Trolley Square like a year and a half ago. I just wanted sort of a different vibe. I wanted to increase our quality and products a little bit. So I needed a higher end store to do so because I'm like, eh, this cute little store at Gardner Village, great, but I don't think I'll be able to sell a $5,000 dress there. And I, I wanted to design elaborate, beautiful gowns where someone with a $500 budget can get, but also someone with a $5,000 budget can get what she wants. Yeah. And so I was like, I just want to be able to do that for people. So I want to open the second store. Um, and yeah, I feel like we were in a place where it made sense. It felt like we were outgrowing the one location. I mean, they're still pretty close, but it feels like it still makes sense. Um, well, and like you said, different demographics a little bit. Totally. Well. Yeah, there is. 
And it's also nice just feeling like you have this little bit of separation where you're free to create more because I'm not trapped in one box anymore, which it's interesting when you own a business and maybe it's just fashion, but I highly doubt it, but you feel so judged by everyone that you start to fall into the box of what it is. And maybe you've seen this even just with podcasts in general. Like, I have to do it this way or I'm not a part of it, right? So I'm stuck really hard right now with like, I want to design only the dresses that will sell to this demographic, only the dresses that I know are like, no one will think, oh, this is weird. And I feel like I lost myself over the last few years in trying to focus on how to make sales rather than how to love what I'm doing. Like, I love designing. I love being creative. And that And you're so was gone. good at it. Oh, my gosh. You really you. are so good at it. In it every <laughs> aspect. It's not just dresses. It's the way you pick and buy for your boutique. And you Styling were doing that and stuff at the tech company. Yeah. That's where I got to see it the most, you know. But, mm-hmm. like, it came in so many different ways that, yeah. like, to say that you're not creative or can't, that would be <gasps> blasphemy. <laughs> but... You really are, like, the fact that you leaned into it and did Mm. it. Like, some of my favorite wedding dresses, and your girl's not, like, super stoked on wedding dresses. Mm -hmm. It's not something I've, like, aspired to. Right, right. And so when I see them and they stand out to me, that means it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, that that means a lot to me, and especially with where I want to go with the company, because even like you said, you're, like, I don't. This wedding gown is not my dream. I don't need, I don't know. You might wear a power suit, girl. Taylor. But also like. Cooperative. I don't remember. Because a lot of your gowns look Mm -hmm. like they could go to other places instead of weddings as well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Multi-occasional. Yeah. And that's what I'm going for now. And I want to do suits as well. Just because I want everyone to feel like they can come to Boda and they're represented. Which I feel like is what. Call me up if you need help with the suiting line. I know. Seriously though. But I was like, I just want everyone, even just what you're doing in life in general, you're trying to represent people who are not represented and that you didn't see growing up. So I love that so much. And I'm like, that's how I want my company to be. Um, I want everyone to feel included or like, I know that I can find what I'm looking for or they can change it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want my vision to mean everyone else has to have that vision. This wedding dress is for everyone. No, I want you to be able to change it because everyone's going to have their own personal style and everything. So that's become important to me. But I also am like, how do I keep true to myself while trying to do what I think everyone else wants? And that's been so kind of have, interesting. Like, you got to have the ones that fit in with everything. Yeah, really standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then create your more yeah, creative yeah. elements. So me and my mom are actually, she loves designing too. So she She's really like the ideas person, like, oh, there's all this. And I'm usually like, that'll never sell. That's crazy. What? And then the more we get into it, and I was actually talking to some of my awesome employees, they were like, why don't you just do what you want? Maybe people will say, hey, I like that. It's different. And I was like, that's the problem. I'm so scared of the judgment. Like as a business owner, and maybe you'll see this getting reviews. If you get one that's not the highest possible praise, like destroys you and maybe me because I'm sensitive but I feel like anyone you're an empathetic person you're gonna be like distraught and so it I'm has, distraught by people not saying something oh, sometimes yeah. do you know what I mean yes you just never know but putting yourself out there in any way opens you up 
for judgment. And I've learned in talking to so many amazing people, like, that's okay. If you're putting yourself out there, that's okay if they're going to judge you. Not everyone's going to like it. Not everyone's going to be happy. Have you heard Brene Brown's analogy of like, well, if you're not in the arena with me, I don't give a shit. Mm, Yeah, I love Brene Brown. You introduced me to Brene Brown. So yes, for mental health. And like, yeah, that's so true. And even my counselor will say things like that. Like, you know what? That's okay if not everyone's happy. At the end of the day, are you happy? Did you follow your truth? Did you do what you know you should have done? Especially like if a bride is upset or something crazy happened with her dress, but we've done our part and I'm still devastated or I'm trying everything I can to help her. Um, My counselor's like, but why? Why do you do that? Because that's taking something from you when like you didn't need to do it. You need to just speak your truth live your truth and okay someone said something rude on social media or they didn't like this or that why do you care and I'm like oh freak I don't know someone don't told me answer. once other people's opinion of you is none of your business wow I love that and I was like yes yeah if you have anything and I've seen like a few tiktokers post videos about this like it'll be a rude comment they'll post about it and be like did you know I you can love scroll it. past this Oh, you don't have to follow me. Or it's like someone who's following them, but they're like talking shit. And it's like, why are you here? Hey, uh, (laughs) free world. Yes. You don't have to follow me. I'm not forcing you to be here. If you hate my shit, leave. Oh, see, that is the type of energy I wish I had. Like, I'm going to get there. It takes (laughs) practice for sure. Yeah. It's like not taking it personally. And what you said, someone tied that in by saying something like the version of you they created in your head is what you're feeling like insecure about but that's not you let me remind you what you said when you first walked in Uh (laughs) you have changed a lot yeah since i have known you Mm -hmm. and i said me too yes so the fact that like even in the last year i've changed a lot a lot a lot a lot wow (laughs) and to think that anyone would know us as our current version or you kind of have to just take everyone's reactions is like oh, they knew me as this, so yeah. that's okay. I should help them get to know me better now. Or maybe you don't need to. Maybe yeah. that's gone and passed. But I love that. Especially every day, day to day, you may not... I may have done something yesterday that would be against who I am today and be like, but I get to change and I don't have to stay in that, like, whatever people think of me or whatever I think of myself. I get to And you don't owe anyone an explanation. Yeah. Oh, I love that. See, this is so good because I know it will help other people, but it helps me too. Because well, like, I'm sincerely. here for this conversation. Yeah. This stuff is all just noise. I know. I'm like, seriously, though? These are the things where you watch someone doing a business or you watch someone. Like, I watched you start this and I'm like, amazing. She's always wanted to do this. So in, like impressive. So inspiring. And you're like, I don't even care. I don't even want to do that. I don't. You're like, I'm not here to be a hero. I just want people to like hear what I have to say. I want to put my voice out there and just do what I want to do. It fulfills you. Honestly, the last part, it's that it fills my cup. Mm -hmm. And I, as an adult, I've realized I have a lot of friends who are very busy with work. Yeah. If I want to see them for a couple hours, Mm -hmm. even if it's like every few months, 
this is kind of the way I'm getting to do that. I love it. I know, because I'm like, truly, we get to catch up, and this is amazing. And for us to be able to justify that it's good for, like, both our business. Agreed. Helps. Agreed. And it helps you kind of allocate that time, especially if it's been a minute since you've seen the person. Like, I've got Afa coming in. I've got all these other, like, people that I just don't get to see Mm -hmm. very frequently. I love that. And... That's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. eventually this will be more of, like, my hobby type thing, and then the consultancy's that, but you gotta gotta take the time to connect and do what fills your cup, even if it, you know, is in turn a lot of work. Yeah. Because if you're not well, it's like the face mask on the plane, right? You can't take care of other people. Agreed. Fix yourself first, help everyone else. And Louise has been taking care of me for too long now i'm I'm getting to a point where i can take care of her Mm. and we're thriving and i love that i mean you both seem happy even she's just like pretty chill now she's like we're in a good spot you can feel it (laughs) you can totally feel it she loves that here i love that but something yeah that i wanted to talk about with the consultancy is like i think it's important to help others too and it's interesting because things i get so trapped in like here's what i have to do and that's my line and i've written it out for myself I have my daily to-do list and everything but I don't reach outside of the box and so I was hearing you know your first few episodes and thought wait a minute first of all I didn't even know you were doing your consult consultancy consultant what I've been saying it? consulting agency consulting but agency. I guess there's a word called consultancy okay so I just that I'm like is that what we're using it is no so yeah <laughs> so I was like this is great because I want to help you represent that in Boda as well and so I was like hold on amazing and what you had mentioned was the education piece and I was like yes let's let me come do in it. and talk to your team yes that oh, yeah. but also put you as a model because I didn't even know you were interested in modeling but of course that's the thing though I think right like I'm not advertising myself as a model no. I think it's hard for new models to advertise them th- themselves as that yeah it just because unless you're like getting paid by big brands you right. feel like an imposter totally but um Yeah, I think if I'm, and that's not my passion like we talked about, Mm -hmm. but if I'm willing to be the representation I didn't have as a child, I'm happy to do it. That's why I don't even want to like call it a model because I feel like that felt so like inauthentic. Yeah, but I'm like, that's what it is, like a role model and you don't want to be that, but like you, you would have loved that as a kid. I was going to say, whether I want to be it or Mm -hmm. not, acknowledging that I am it for some people. The fact that I've been able to get messages from people who've lost fingers and they're struggling. There's someone I'm talking to with that, like, pretty closely. And they had an incident at a bar where, like, they just needed someone to talk to about it that would get it. Wow. And from across the world, I was in DMs kind of helping them get through that moment. And that, for me, made it all worth it. Getting another DM from a father who just had a son with a limb difference like mine. And Mm -hmm. he's finding someone who's living a normal, happy life. I mean, other than mental health issues. Yeah. I'm doing okay. Yeah. And it's just to show that, like, when you finish the third episode, you'll see, like, my parents didn't have nearly what the parents these days have. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to be that resource for people. I love that. Because I understand how... It would have impacted my life. Yes. I love where you've come with that, too, because I can't even imagine the the small things I'm insecure about. It's like I I let that hold me back. 
I'm sure you felt so insecure when people were teasing you. You did not let that hold you back. You're now like, no, I'm not going to put my hand in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show. I'm going to talk about it. Even make fun or like poke fun or make light of it. Because you're like, guess what? It's different, but I am not. I am not different than everyone because of it. This is a different thing. Did I make jokes about it a lot when we worked together? I'm sure, but not that I remember. Like, it didn't stick with me like that because it never came off as, like, I'm going to, like, always talk about it as a way to act like I don't care. No, it was very much like you're confident in your skin, and that's impressive. Even people with a limb difference and even with people just any physical difference or feeling different. Yes. It's inspiring. So like I yeah, I I don't think you've put yourself in a box with it. I think you've put yourself on a pedestal where it's like this is different, but holy cow, it relates to everything. Really. Well let's bring that pedestal down. I don't want to The pedestal is fifteen feet high and you did I know I'm like Get off my horse, Chelsea. (laughs) It's a now a horse and you're riding on a beach. The wind's blowing in your hair. Well, thank you for the kind words. I feel like we have gotten off on a bit of a tangent. Um, That's what we're here for. This is not about me, though. This is about you. This show inspires. (laughs) So you talked a lot about, okay, so you took the plunge. You left the tech company. Yeah. Full-time, like, consistent pay, benefits, all of that, to go start your own (laughs) bridal boutique. Yeah. And you have two stores now. Mm Mm-hmm you've gone through the thick of it with dating yes should we dive into at least one or two of those stories oh i would love to i have my favorite one and like there's no room to reenact it so i'll pretend like i'm not a reenact very as much as you okay. can i will i will get in there okay <laughs> camera three has got probably up to here okay <laughs> i'm yeah. sure you'll remember the this hoop. story a lot of people named the this the pooper yep that's it i mean this is just the best one to tell because even if this sweet soul sees it i am not who it is yeah and i'm not like okay there are some guys who deserve to be wrecked online i won't do it i won't do it i feel like you know what this one is just so good it is the best best. and you're such a storyteller so that's what it is i'm like i'm here for the story okay once upon a time I was dating. Was it about 2018? <laughs> yes. That sounds about right. Hey, Louise. Can you stop looking? <laughs> That's not going to sound great in the audio. <laughs> She's like, fine. Whatever. Basis. It was in 2018. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. I don't remember anything, but that's probably right so I was really just going for it at the time I was like I'm just gonna date everyone and anyone to see what I like I don't even know anymore I've changed so much as a person that I'm like I don't even know who I am which you shouldn't be dating when you don't know who you are but I don't know. it can help you find it help. pretty fast totally and you learn like who do I want to be who do I want to be okay. with yeah yeah and so anyway I was dating all types of people men all types of guys and mostly uh, in utah county utah yeah yeah that's where it all was for sure <laughs> so at the time okay i mean there's so much to tell i'll try not to get too elaborate because i do dive into too many details but 
How can I have the ones that we don't need? Yeah. So basically, we were at a restaurant. He was eating a lot, which is great. But like it was it was supposed to be just we're meeting up to like literally get a smoothie or something. Man's was hungry. Really hungry for some reason. And he did eat dinner. And I don't judge. Straight up, I would have been like, yeah, let's go. Is but this, I wasn't hungry. Is but. this like a nervous eating situation, you think? He's like, have been. I'm stressed. It could have been. <laughs> and I, I wasn't judging it. It's part of the story. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Lots of quantity. Large quantities of food, of food. food yeah. <laughs> and drinks. Um, non-alcoholic. Just a lot of like thick full type of drinks like hefty drinks <laughs> he was getting a smoothie and and a lot okay it was a sushi place which i don't know why we met up there for like a, a 9 p.m quick whatever but we did so she had limited time yes and that's how i am i'm like we've got like 30 minutes for this date is that okay and if i liked them we could extend it yeah otherwise it was like oh i'm so busy but i have 30 minutes <laughs> like, yeah you're short and if you know i mean you know you know if there's a connection or not. And it's like, oh, why are we just... 10 minutes see? tops. Totally, totally. You and know. if you haven't found out by then, you need to figure yourself out. So okay. here's the problem, though. When you know it's not working and you don't have boundaries. <laughs> That's my problem. <laughs> so I have no she boundaries still to this day. Stand I'm up and it. leave. Thank you. Yes. So... But at that point, it was still like, oh, he's so sweet. He was Italian. A little bit of a people pleaser. So you, oh, you want huge people them pleaser. to feel like they're having a great time. Yeah. And also, I want them to like me, even though I don't want them to like me. Like, oh. you can like me as a person, but do not fall in love with me. Stay at a distance, please. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, eating a ton. It was great. I did not care. He was fun and nice, and his accent w- did not... You know, that was helpful. That was great. A cute Italian accent. Like, sure, we're here for it. Um, at the time, I happened to be driving a Honda Civic with a turbo. Wow, what an amazing car, right? Well, in his eyes, that was his dream car. It was his dream car. And so we walk out, and I was saying goodnight, goodbye. Like, I had fun. It was clearly not a hit for either of us. Um, High fives. I mean, no, he was into it. I forget. Not Not for either of us, but not for me. It was not happening. Anyway, so I was like, hey, thank you. Hug. Bye. And he's like, no. Is that a Honda Civic? Is that the new Honda Civic? 20, 2019 was a Honda Civic, so it was 2018. Good memory. Now it's all coming together. <laughs> My 2019 white Honda Civic was his dream car. Good for him. Um, yeah. So he naturally he, begged to drive Please, it. please mm-hmm. let me drive this. Yes, that turbo. Oh, the turbo. I'm like... <laughs> Okay. I mean, really, he was so sweet and so nice. And he actually had an online presence himself with a book he was writing. So, like, I trusted him. I'm like, his reputation stands to lose something. Yeah. So, I'm not in danger, even though, like, straight up, don't let a man drive your car to the canyon. The first time you meet him. Yeah. The first 30 minutes or hour, right? We learned our lesson. We did. And (laughs) so, he's like, let's just go for a quick drive. I really want to take it whatever so we're going we're driving up the canyon it was only like 15 minutes away so it wasn't like we're going hours away um and as we're driving up the canyon he's like blasting all of his music and shout out to eurovision i did not know what it was at the time i know now and i watched it last year really good and hilarious did you see it last year Uh okay so funny um anyway he had this song that he was in love with from eurovision um and he was like, oh, I got to play this song for you. I'm going to pull over and play this song for you. At least he pulled over. Yes. 
because he got so into it. (laughs) No texting and driving allowed. Yeah, no. So it was great. He pulled over. We had like some view, whatever the stars were out. I'm like, this is not the worst position to be in. He's a nice guy. Maybe I love it'll get cute somewhere around here. Right. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. There was still 10% chance that I was willing to sit and Do you think see that out. 10% came from the accent? Yes. <laughs> 99% of the 10% was the accent. <laughs> I love that. That was a great view. So the accent <laughs> and him singing, I'm like, I'm here for it. She's Let's only hear. there to hear him speak. That's right. <laughs> anyway i love singing i love music so i was like yes i'm in for this so he starts playing it and it's um a million voices paulina something look it up later hilarious so it's very intense maybe we should play it i don't know i don't know if we can yeah um because i can really get into it because everything's recording on my yes yeah so i'll just give a little bit it's got a I've got to have something here to give me. Yes, please do. Um, a million This voices. is not like a professional, professional podcast. It's just super lax. Perfect. That's what I'm here for. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here it is. So he's getting into this, okay? Oh, he's like lip syncing? Yeah. And he's just sitting there still under the chair. Under what chair? Oh, sorry. <laughs> in the car chair. <laughs> Sitting in the chair. Not under. He got <laughs> under. <laughs> but. Yes. So he's starting to get into this. And it's very intense with like my subs and everything. I was like, oh, holy built. cow. And then he shoots the chair all the way back. Leg room. And then he gets under. Under my steering wheel. I forgot. And he's like just so into it. And I'm like, I was not on his level. I wasn't there yet. And he's just. You're too sober for this. (laughs) He's awesome. Are you excited? So that really happened. So, wow, there was that. And <laughs> I watched. Normally I would get into it, but I just wasn't there. You were in the passenger seat, <laughs> just like shocked. And like this 6'2 Italian man <gasps> just going He's for six it. 6'2. Very tall dude. Those mm-hmm. dudes don't usually try to fit in small places. <laughs> <laughs> milling under my steering wheel just like arms extending and looking at me and then so he sings through the first chorus part and then he like turns it down a little but it's still playing he's like i have to tell you something no (laughs) i am feeling very intense feelings already i don't know how you're feeling but i feel like i have had this dream about a girl my whole life and i am sure that it's you and i was like did the white Honda Civic Shit. with the turbo seal that's, the deal? That's what it was. <laughs> I can't imagine it was anything else. I'm really not that special, dude. Um, You're like, I was oh. not even speaking at dinner. Yeah, hardly. I mean, I'm probably nice enough, but like, I wasn't into it. And that's, maybe it's not clear. Means maybe that was a part of my problem. Maybe it was like, oh, she loves me. She's into it. Because I'll be honest, maybe I give off those vibes because I'm scared of hurting someone's feelings. Okay. Or of what these psychopaths will do if you yeah. say, I'm not interested. I'm not in. Because you also had to deal with that a few times. That's exactly right. 
So, so with this for dude, one's survival and safety, she just yeah. smiled and nodded. Yeah. And then here we are, him professing his love for me. He's like, I just can see us together. I'm wondering how you're feeling about all this. And I was like, that's a lot for me. I don't think I'm there yet. Um, it's been almost an hour. <laughs> yeah, and the song's playing a million, and you're like, "Holy cow, this is so intense!" Why he's burying his love for me? All right, I just met him, so it was super intense. And anyway, I don't remember how we got out of the situation, but I basically was like, "Yeah, I was like, you know, okay, let's exit this conversation. We should probably get back. It's super late. It like wasn't that late, but especially for me at the yeah. time, I was like, it's eleven. <laughs> it's my bedtime in five hours." <laughs> So I really need to get home and get ready for bed. So, like, I got him to head down the canyon. And then he just goes quiet. And I'm like, oh, I heard his feelings. Whatever. It's fine. And out of nowhere. No music playing. No. It was awkward. Okay. He's gripping the steering wheel. And he's like, oh, I missed a beautiful part. I missed a beautiful part. Okay. This so... He decided he was going to take a walk outside the car before I, like, fully offended him, I think. He's like, I'm just going to go look at the stars real fast. So I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. So then I see him walking around my car, kind of like a stiff, weird walk, like, probably letting out gas, I would assume. Ripping ass. ass Right outside my car. And originally I was like, should I go out with him, like, walk around? No. No, because he's farting. Yeah, Fart so, storm over there. So, <laughs> it was like he's out there like looking around at the stars. And I'm like, dude, I know what you're doing. This is so uncomfortable. He like, gets in and carries the scent no, with him. And I'm no. like, wow, could this get any more uncomfortable for Take me? Take another lap. I know. <laughs> Take a couple laps. Hang out for an hour. I don't know. We're not in a rush to sit and fart smell in this dream car of yours. <laughs> oh, the so, audacity. Yeah. So then... Um, that's when it got silent in the car and he didn't say anything like, oh, excuse me. It was just like nothing gets in. We're driving down. I don't down. smell like a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden out of nowhere, I am exploding in whatever his Italian accent was. Wish I could have nailed that. And I'm like, what do you mean you're exploding? Like, oh, what? And he's like, I am so sick. I'm so sick. This is where the food comes into play. Oh. He had so much sushi and it wasn't sitting well with him. And... Yeah. So we were 15 minutes from the nearest gas station. You're in the canyon. Yes, we're in the canyon. So he's flooring it down the canyon again. Okay, we're in my car. You better not shit in this car right now. You better not. Gotta pay for a detail. Yes. Yeah. And so I'm like, uh, it's okay. Go as fast as you want. All good. I'm so sorry. I hope you're, you're doing just okay. Like in the passenger mm-hmm. seat of your own vehicle with a stranger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And. At that point, I highly, highly regretted the canyon drive. If if I wasn't already regretting it during the song, yeah. So we pull up to the gas station, and they were closed. This gas station closes at like 10 p.m. So then we have two other options. We can go to the nearest convenient. I mean, like I don't know, grocery store, maybe 10 minutes away, or my parents' house, five minutes away. Absolutely not an option. Well, I offered my parents. Absolutely house. not an option. <laughs> No boundaries. I did not want my car to get exploded in. It, it wasn't like, I don't feel good. It was like, I'm exploding. Bro. So I was like, Kate, my parents' house is five minutes away. Luckily, he was like, no, no, I'm not going to your parents' he house. He at least had boundaries. He did. He had boundaries and he knew I cannot go explode in her parents' house when I'm going to marry this girl, you know? It's so be the first day I meet my in-laws. 
<laughs> my in-laws cannot see this side of me yet. I don't poop. Someday. <laughs> no one does. No one does. No. Um, so, so the volcano's about to erupt. So then he goes to Smith's, which was close in the area, parks my car right in front of their door, runs in. I really should have left. I mean, I'm not that person, but many people were like, you should have left. It's like, yeah. Uber's the thing. That person. Maybe it wasn't. Was it a thing in 2018? Well, That's lessons okay. learned. Yeah, you're you're just a good person. <laughs> I'm just a no boundaries person. Not anymore. No, we're learning. So anyway, it was very uncomfortable. He drove himself back to his car and he's like, oh, I'd love to take you out again. And I was like, I am not 100% sure that I'm interested, but I would love to be your friend. Like, I would love to be your friend. You're such a good person. Like, he was so nice. I have to say, like, really so nice. This and is where we differ. Yeah, yeah, huge, huge difference here. Um, yeah, he kept texting me, calling, sending me long videos about how excited he was to continue dating me. And I just kept saying, I Do really see us as friends. Those. Yeah. So I finally just blocked him because I wasn't nice enough to say, I am serious. I'm not interested. It was just like, how many times can I say I want to be a friend? So I blocked him and I think I traumatized him. So he traumatized this, you. you know what happened. And I'm sorry for not having boundaries and allowing this to go as far as it For what it's worth, I've never known your name. So <laughs> you're... No one has... Knows. Oh, a couple people know. And... Hey, I'll be the first of my close friends that know. They know what's coming. I have shit my pants as an adult oh. multiple times. Oh, perfect. And if you haven't, you're lying, I think. Well, I've peed my pants. Something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think people who... I, I'm going to die on this hill. I think if you've said you haven't pooped your pants as an adult, you're lying. <laughs> and that's okay. Not everyone's ready to say it out loud. I really haven't, though. I swear. Yet. Yet. I agree. A yet can be yeah. thrown in. Yeah. But listen. It will happen. It's okay. Mm -hmm. There's no shame here. Right. It's a funny ass story. <laughs> the the levels me. it took. It oh, wasn't it even, just kept like, escalating. The climax could have been the like on the knees. <sighs> yeah, because that's wild. Yeah. Also, the wanting to drive your car could have been it too. Yeah. Just kept going. Yeah. But now we're here and I have... I have certainly improved my situation. Which means? I have a wonderful dream fiancé, if my ring hasn't been shown yet. I am so happy. Please tell us all yes. about him and the engagement. Let me take a drink. Please. Yeah. <coughs> this can be cut out. So you're I don't know what happened, but seeing that it's a stupid thing. Perfect. So what part do we start on? You can say, tell us about your fiance or whatever. <laughs> so I'm not going to start with so because I need, I cut those out anyway. Perfect. How did you two meet? So I have a shout out for Hinge dating app. I was using, shout out to Hinge, girl. Um, Please be a sponsor. Mm -hmm. Hey, Hinge, she's looking for funding. <laughs> we... Have a good story. And to we tell. have two successful stories so far. So let's go. <laughs> I love that. So, and I could tell the difference with Hinge. I was on Tinder for like a week and wanted to die. Yeah. I was on Bumble for a while and caught some real interesting fish with that. Really interesting catfish. <laughs> kind of I never well, got catfish, but like. I feel like Bumble, because of the way it's set up, it... listen, nothing against men who want to be approached. Mm hmm. 
if that's the only reason most of them are on there is because they don't want to be the one yeah. reaching out first. Yeah. It just didn't end up working out. Right. Anyway. And I, I'm one who's like, I kind of need a man to take the lead here, especially because I'm usually going to be like stiff arm you. Usually. It, there, it takes a lot for me to chase someone and I was never in the mood to do that and I ended up doing it a few times. But I was like, you know what? Hinge felt different because it was like, okay, people can ask questions about any of this stuff. You can comment specifically on something. It felt more, I don't know, personal and not It was so... way easier to have actual conversation yeah. because of the prompts mm-hmm. and things like that for me. Yeah. Than it was, and gives them more context to your life if totally. you do it right. Yeah. To reach out and talk to you. Yeah. And what it feels like is Tinder is like, hookups purely and only even though I know a lot of people who met on tinder and good for you that was like when it was earlier on but like really congratulations but then it was like bumble hit or miss you might date them it might be a hookup you never know and hinge felt like we're here to date and it was more serious and professionals Mm -hmm. exactly yes yeah so careers if you're not on hinge and you're single just get on hinge and you're ready like do it give it a try yes so I found like a couple of guys on there, but then I got to this place where I had been through some really crazy relationships. Hell and yeah, I, you did. Yeah, so crazy. And I was like, you know what? I'm done freaking dating. I'm done with it. I'm done with the guys that only want other girls, girls who are like completely flaunting everything on Instagram and that's the only type of girl they want. You're a bit more conservative. Totally. And And I'm like, so, and that felt like, okay, it was against me. I'm not going to go post my entire body, but that was the only girls they wanted. And so I felt like I'll never be up to the guy's standards of this generation or whatever it was. So I was just done dating and I was still like, but you know what? I could have friends and maybe I just need to like look for someone not based on like how hot they were, right? For once in my life, it was like, do I have something deeper with this person before I even like even say yes, I mean, or send something or respond to their message on Hinge? So it became a really different dating game for me. I was in this place where I was no longer desperate I was like, if I meet someone, great. If not, I'm doing well. Like, my business was starting to do well, and I was in a much better place. So it came to the point for me where I didn't need anyone, and that's the right time to find someone. And they all say that, and I heard that so many times. When you don't need someone, when you're in a good place, your mental health is good, everything, you'll find someone. I'm like, whatever. No, I'll find someone and then Boo, they'll help me. Lies. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And you you tell yourself, okay, I've heard this so much. It's bullcrap. Well, here I am. It happened to me. And maybe I believe in manifestation. Maybe it had something to do with that. Like, I'm not looking for, like, the hottest whatever anymore, even though I do think my fiance is See, the hottest. Shout yeah, out. pause. A beauty mm-hmm. is so much in the eye of the beholder. Like, yeah. someone can think someone's the hottest person on the earth and then right. someone else won't. So Agreed. Yeah. So it's like, what am I even looking for? Because I... I feel like the most of my dating was like only if I find you attractive because you have to be attracted to this person, or which is fair. But did you find yourself also looking for people that you thought other people would find attractive? Wow, that makes sense. Yes, because probably. Because I was like, I felt, well, okay, here's the thing. I dated bald dudes like three times in a row. Yeah. 
And so it kind of it gave me practice to be like, I get that that's not everyone's jam. Yes. But they're hot to me. Yes. And that's what and matters. And then now immediately ugly since I know you know too much. Happened. Do you know what I mean? Like I know <laughs> yeah. way too much. Yeah. And so I think that can really, when you go into it with that different mindset of like, oh, no, I really want to connect with someone and then their looks are a plus. You end what? up getting like the hottest person in your yes. eyes that you've yes. ever seen. What a miracle that that actually is a thing. And it's funny because it's not like you need to find someone who you don't find attractive. That's not what That's you not need what to do. Saying. Right. Yeah. But like I said, I need to find something more I connect on. And so this is so funny. Another, um, We're just giving shout outs all day. But shout out to Shark Tank because I love Shark Tank. And so Brandon, my fiance, he was on Hinge. And I saw him a couple of times. And I kept totally ignoring him. I wouldn't what send him mean? anything. So you had matched. We hadn't matched yet, but I wanted to send him something because you can like or you can send a comment. And I was like, I want to send him something. But no, because I was there was a situation that he had with his ex and she was still on his Instagram. And I for a second was like, is he cheating on her? Because it seemed pretty. It was just in like a gray area of yeah. the relationship. Well, it wasn't, but he still had it posted. So it had definitely ended. Okay. But I was concerned was about deceiving. it. deceiving. Mm-hmm. A little bit. So I was like, ooh, I will not date a cheater. Right. They don't. Especially he didn't. He still kind of doesn't. But (laughs) I'm like, okay, so that was a red flag for me. And then I was like, oh, he's so cute. And I really like his profile. But I'm just, no, I'm just not going to. So finally, one day he had sent me a like and rude. Why didn't he send me a comment? Why didn't he say something rude? Lack of... (laughs) Lack of effort. Yes, which I was like, I have this rule where I'm like, if a guy doesn't say something, like make an effort, yeah, he's done. But it was him, and I was if already interested. To, he would. Right, right. I hate fashion. I know. So I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe he's busy. I'm just gonna like reach out and say something. So anyway, we got to talking and found out we just had so much in common, like everything about traveling. And it's funny now because I thought I mountain biked. Until I learned what mountain biking really was. So I rode a mountain bike along a river and a trail. And I thought that was mountain biking. So I told him, I love mountain biking. And he's like, oh my gosh, me too. Which now I know. And he has bought me a specialized (laughs) enduro, like $10,000 mountain bike. And I have learned what mountain biking is. I love it. But it is a lot harder than what you were doing. (laughs) Agreed. I'm like, oh, wait, it's not a stroll by a river in the mountains. What do you mean? So it's funny because maybe I fooled him on accident by he was like, yeah, this girl mountain bikes. I did. You thought you were mountain biking. I did. And so we talked about that. And I'm like, yeah, I love biking and whatever. Um, And then we talked about Shark Tank, which is what initially drew me to him. He had two truths and a lie. And one of them was like, I auditioned on Shark Tank or I whatever on Shark Tank. And I was like. Even if that's the lie, we have something in common. And clearly he's into business of some sort, which was definitely the track of mine I needed at the time. And like, I think we we really connect. So we actually talked for two weeks before anything ever happened because he was traveling a lot. So I just got to know him. Um, Then we went on our first date. And here's where I knew, okay, there is something here. He freaking tricked me, okay? And I am all about pranks. Yeah, girl. Uh, wasn't your favorite show like... Um... Impractical Jokers! Thank you. Joe, I miss you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he, he left the show and it's just not the same. But I still love all the guys. But um, yeah, I, I'm all about pranks. 
So funny enough, he didn't know that was something that I am into. Wasn't in your bio. Mm -mm. No, he has no clue. I mean, it probably was, let's be honest, but. I don't think he knew he needed to prank me to get. Yeah, I was going to say, or that it would carry the weight that it did. <laughs> Agreed. So we go to Bodega and they have the rest, the speakeasy underneath. Mm -hmm. And he tells me, hey, there's this place called the rest. It's underneath Bodega. Um, Pause. Also, he's taking you to a nice place on your first date. I know. Good guy. Green flag. Green flag. <laughs> hey, I've never heard of a green flag. But we have lots of green flags. Waving. There's so many green flags with him. Oh, man. So good. But. He tells me, hey, yeah, we're going to this place. So I look it up and there's like Satan all over their website. <laughs> and it was very intense for me. I was like, oh, shit, this is weird. <laughs> and it's a speakeasy. What do you mean it's underground? So I, I was already like, everyone's a liar. Everyone's crazy. Just like what I had gone through, it was so traumatic that I was like, oh, he's probably a freaking psychopath. But I was like, eh, I'm still going to give him a chance. Like, <laughs> Great. <laughs> wait, why are we going there? Whatever, whatever. <laughs> We're going there. I said yes. So um, we get there and I think I was late. I was about 45 minutes late. That is not new for me. Shocking, right? What? Destry was oh, late. So 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> my ass would have left and been like, no date number two. I honestly think he might have, he might Actually, have pause. Oh, yeah. Pause. Mm -hmm. Because... Mine and my boyfriend's second date, he was like 30 minutes late, so... And you stuck around. You stuck. Yes. <laughs> okay, go on. But I had I... a fair excuse. I think I had been working really late, and then there really was traffic. He still doesn't believe me. There was traffic. Well, weren't you coming from, like... Draper to Salt Lake. Yeah. And finding parking was insane. I think I drove around, drove around that block... 30 times and I wasn't used to downtown. No. So I was so embarrassed. I think it, I was 20 minutes late and then it took me 25 minutes to park. So I was like, I'm so sorry. I literally can't find anything. So then I just ended up parking pretty far away and just ran. So I'm sweating and <gasps> puffing and puffing when I get there. So embarrassed already. Being late is my worst nightmare, but yet I'm always late. And so it's like constantly letting myself down. Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, you, you should do better. And we never do better. You're but, working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I am working on it. Just I was here just 30 seconds late today. Wow. I mean, I think I was more behind Perfect. than you, so. Well, there we go, yeah. baby steps. So, um, I get there and he's like already best friends with everyone in there. I was like, oh shit, he invited a bunch of his friends. This is so awkward because he's like such a social guy. And then I was like, hi, I'm Destry. Like I immediately knew who he was. It was like, I saw his cute, sorry. Okay. I saw his cute smiling eyes and I was like hooked. Like we just, it was there. He smiles. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So... We walk in and he's like, hey, there's a password. Or I think he told me before there was like a password, a secret password to get down there. It's abracadabra. And I was like, awesome. I know the password. Like, cool. I didn't see a password online. So I thought it was so cool. And so we walk up to the girl who like, apparently there's no one who waits at the door now. I'm not sure. But anyway, she was waiting at the door for the oh. password. He set this all up while he was waiting for me because... What, what better thing we did? So he's like, I'm going to punk this girl if she really shows up. And so the girl's like, do you have the password? I'm like, abracadabra. <laughs> and she's like, come on down. And I really thought it was so cool. And he's just giggling and I'm like, why are you laughing? It's like, 
there's no password. I'm so sorry. And he just starts laughing. And I'm like, okay, I really like you. You (laughs) should have held on to it for your second date and then made you be like, you'd be like, where's the girl for the password? Abracadabra? No, no, not a thing. (laughs) Anyway, I was like, oh. Yeah, so it was like this cute way to start it. And then we just got into the deepest conversation of our lives. Like, we told everything, everything. Everything that had happened, I found out, you know, why I was still, why his ex was still on Instagram and stuff. And it was like, okay, we've both been through a lot. And I think we connected over that. We just had a lot from our past, but we were still wanting to find that person. You know, I'm like, we both still thought there could be someone out there. I think maybe for him, he was really just trying to move forward. And for me, I wasn't trying to find someone but in that moment, we were both like, okay, crap, there could be something here when neither of us wanted it. Like, I might have been... Well, you did, but you didn't. Agreed. Did like, you always do. Level, mm-hmm. And then you didn't realize, oh, this is probably Wait. my person. Yeah, and this is this is what I wanted, but I wasn't getting it, and I didn't think it was real. And all of a sudden, it's here. That's my thing. Yeah. I did not think this was real. Yes, that you could be so happy. I thought everyone was bullshitting me this mm-hmm. whole time. Even if I was in a relationship. Yeah. I'm like, well, like, I guess everyone has something. Yeah. I was making excuses for stuff left yeah. and right when I'm like, oh, no, it should actually be like this. And happy. And, like, most days should be happy. Everything will be work. But most days, you should be excited and, and happy feel about great this about yourself. Yes. and make that person feel great about themselves, mm-hmm. or help that person feel great about themselves. Absolutely, I yes to that because it's it was, not a scam. Yeah, if you're if you've been with narcissists, they bring you down and they lift you up. So you're used to these highs and lows, but the lows were okay because the highs were so high, and you get used to this pattern of like, I can be treated like crap because I know deep down this person loves me, and so. I nah. yeah boo, right so boo, boo to that narrative. never there's zero percent of that that's true and I learned now especially being with someone who I'm like wait what do you mean you're not mad at me what do you mean um this is okay what do you mean you're not jealous what do you yeah. mean you're not you don't think I'm lying wait what it was just like yeah. such a connection and then we started dating during COVID so our first date was a week before everything was shut down yyeah and so it was all of a sudden like wow how do we date now this How is interesting. You? So, well, he is the most creative man on earth. And this is why we're together. Because our dates consisted of, hey, I just went and bought some succulents and pots. I would really love if you wanted to come help me plant tonight. Then I get there and he's making me dinner. And I'm like, what world is this? I am not good enough for you. I started second guessing myself. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough for this man. Well, no, no one's gaslighting you, so you got to gaslight yourself. <laughs> there it is. I feel wow. that on another level. Holy cow. That That is eye-opening because you're right. You're like, no, there's something wrong I here. I got to a point in my relationship where I was like itching for drama. Mm. I was like, I am so, I'm so used to like there being some sort of element of like fighting or drama. And I was just like. I could actually feel it coming on. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to, like, go find a hobby or something because I have to feed this. That makes sense, especially when you're used to feeling love through chaos. Yes. And then to find love in, like, calm, peaceful, like, yes, we don't have to be yelling at each Mm -hmm. other to show that we care. Yeah. Like, you can show that you care for me by just, like, scratching my back or something. Right. That's great. 
even my counselor at the time, amazing lover, she tried and tried to tell me to leave my ex so, so, so much. And I was like, I cannot. You don't even know him. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's a lot of red flags, but like you don't know him as a person. And I defended him. And she said, listen, you're going to go into another relationship someday. And it's going to be like all pretty much here, really pretty neutral. And you're not going to be sure that that person loves you because you're so used to extremes. You are getting love bombed out of control, the most passion and love in the whole world. And then you're getting treated like actual shit. Like the this flowers person hates showing you. Up at work, the-, the long love letters, the please take me back. I love the you. Crying voicemails. Mm-hmm. The, it's terrible. I would yep. never. Yep. And then you're like, wait, they care enough about me to put in this much effort. They are a good person. They love me. That all doesn't mean shit when you're telling me all these other things and treating me like garbage. And Yes, exactly. 99% of the time. And I love that we know that now. We can look back now. In the moment, you're like, but you don't know him. You don't know his past and what he's been through. Or his family or like Mm -hmm. all these other layers that you have as a partner. Yeah, sure. Everyone has good in them, but not everyone's for you. And learning that was huge. And then... So I think at the beginning, I was like, oh, my gosh, he doesn't even like me. Like, there's nothing. He doesn't care. He probably doesn't care if I'm still dating anyone, which I didn't. I After I met him, I was like, it's him or no one. This man is so good. I immediately deleted the apps, which also wasn't good because maybe it put pressure on him in a way that I didn't want to because he was so fresh out of his situation that I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to pressure him if he needs to date other people. But also, we're getting married. But we're getting married. And I told him on our first date. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally like, kidding. I'm, I'm recalling it's back to Mr. Man. <laughs> I luckily didn't do that. But I did tell my friends like two weeks in, I think I love this guy and I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yep, but I didn't tell him. It was a really scary feeling. It was so scary because I was seriously down to like, I'm done. But then it became really if it, no one is better than him. So if it's not him, I'm going to be good. But in that moment where you were like, oh, I'm in trouble, you also, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. because I feel like this is the same. You felt like you would be okay if he just decided to stop talking to you that day, too. That's true. Wow. I mean, I probably wouldn't have, but I knew. You would I be could handle it. And it would be hard, but you would yes. be okay. Yes. Yeah. Instead of the traumatic, I want to die that this I have felt in the not past. This person's coming in and saving you yes. like the last person. This oh. person's coming in to help. They're going to be their own person. Yes. We're individuals. You're be your own person. And then you're just going to like merge that here and there and help each other. And mm-hmm. oh, that's spot on. It really is spot yeah. on. And. So as we just kept dating, it was so clear to me, like, this is such a good person. Like, the way he treated other people, everyone loved him because he loves people. He just cares about people. And it was the best. Like, he would take me on so many trips. Like, this life that I always manifested. I was like, I want to travel. I want to be with someone who's, like, so loving and sensitive the way that I am that, like, I can be sensitive and that's okay. I'm not being told it's a problem that my feelings get hurt. I'm not being told that my emotional or empathy is this bad Stop thing. Stop crying. Right. Like being told anything like that or to change who you are, it's like, why are we together then? Because I'm not for you. And I felt like all of a sudden I had this person who just accepted me over and over. Everything he knew about me, he accepted it and he loved it. And okay, I have to tell you, this was third date it wasn't really a date but we had gone on two dates i get these flowers shipped to boda and it just said 
the most beautiful bouquet I've ever seen, by the way. It had a little card and it said, Happy Valentine's Day, beautiful. And at the time, I didn't know who they were from because there was many situations. My mom and some of my sisters used to send me really cute yeah. things on Valentine's Day when I was single. They I was felt bad say, for being me. Being a single girl for a few years, it's, yeah. it's not completely out of the norm. Right. You, you just have, never know. Yeah. Um, I had some crazy exes that it could have been from. And I had Brandon, who I was hoping it was from, but was no way going to ask him. So I get these flowers. I'm like, oh, I wish these were for Brandon. And immediately my poor negative self-talk was like, yeah, right. That guy you've dated in two days. There's no way he sent these to you. Crap. It's probably either your mom or your ex. And one of the two, that sucks. But I was like, it was my mom. So I was like, that's fine. I'm just going to be like, thanks, mom. Did you send me flowers? Well, I don't want to ask anyone if they sent me flowers and make them feel bad. Because, you know, if someone didn't send you flowers and you're like, did you send me flowers? I did not, Mm-mm. but I'm so glad someone <laughs> sent you flowers. Like, what do you do? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to shut my mouth. You didn't sign your name. That's on you. <laughs> and yeah. so I go throughout the day. And then I was with one of my friends at the time doing a Galentine's. And we were downtown um, shopping at Uptown Cheapskate, having fun, girls night. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's that was a power move. We, we're going to shop on Valentine's Day night. So he happened to live downtown. And he sends me a text. And he says, hey, did you happen to get a surprise today? And I was like, yes, it was him. And so I'm like, we have to go get him a card and cookies. We're dropping it off at his door right now. Now we're in. <laughs> yep. And so we ran to Smith's, got a card, this hilarious, like the last one left on the shelf, like this power action figure type card, like superhero, whatever. Um, and some cookies because everyone loves cookies except for him, I found out. So, what? So All cookies I, or? I just sweets. He's just not a sweets guy, which is good for me because yeah. then I'm a very sweets girl and it's like, I need to calm down. So, keeps I'm him learning. at bay. Mm-hmm, it okay, does. Okay, well, I'll well, forgive him for that. Sometimes. Later. Yeah. So, anyway, we park across the street from his house because he has huge windows in the front of his house. And I'm like, I just want to watch this go down. I'm going to stalk. I'm going to go back to junior high and stalk this boy's house. Yeah. And so we're watching and you see him walk down the stairs to get it because I text him 10 minutes after. He said, did you get a surprise? I said, did you check your door? That was my response to him. Because you guys were already out shopping. Yes. Oh, my God. We were five minutes from his house when he said that. So. Oh, you acted fast. Yes. But thinking on. So hearing his perspective, though, at the time, he was like, I honestly was like, she has been stalking me. This is kind of crazy that she was there like at the time. But anyway, funny to hear his side. So from my my side, we're watching him across the street, just laughing hysterically because we see him walk up, unfold his card. He's giggling and smiling. I'm like, oh, so cute. And we're dying. We're laughing so hard for like we felt really creepy, you know. I mean, so, adults don't usually do that yeah, stuff teenagers stalking, do. <laughs> exactly. But for my personality, I'm about 13 on average. So it was it was me, you 13 know, 13 year old that could go to jail. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I can get arrested, but that's okay. I hey, didn't. you didn't. <laughs> I'm okay. still here to tell the story. So I'm laughing so hard, I'm pushing on my brake pedal, and the light is flashing. And so I'm thinking I'm being all sneaky and fluke, <laughs> and he sees this, like, red light flashing across the street. Yeah, I'm dumb. I'm so – I was like, ha, 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 ha. Like, when I laugh, I'm like, that's all strange. limbs are out. Yes. We weren't in park. No. Well, I mean, no, I was parked, but your parking brake, when you hit the – park you know what i'm saying you hit the brake and but even though it was a park, the brakes yeah it's still up. lit okay. up so <laughs> he like runs out to the balcony and he's like 
is that you? Are you across the street? Text me and I'm like, get down! You and your friend, absolutely not us. I lay totally flat and I'm like crying. I'm laughing so hard. And so he calls me. He's like, what are you doing? I can see your car. And so we're laughing so hard and I was just dying. So he's like, just come in. And I was like, I'm mortified. Oh my gosh. third date or something like that. Yeah, it was after the second date, if we can call it a date. So So, yeah. Am I overstepping? Oh my gosh. I was like, I, we were stopping you. I'll be honest. I was like, well, yeah, if you were out there. And so, oh my gosh. I mean, that that is who I am, though. And he quickly learned, like, okay, she's kind of a well, wild girl. You put the bar here, the bar will become here. Yeah. He'll go here, you go here. <laughs> Same. You guys that's just match each other's energy. Oh, it's, and that's exactly how it is. And he treated my friend so good, too, that I like, I felt ignored. Because he was so interested in getting to know her. That's it was like good. The go to of a good man. Yep. I feel like how do you treat my friends and family? He'll like not gonna forget about you, but yeah. it kinda goes into tunnel vision of like well, this is just by proxy her. Yes. And she so. cares about this person a lot, then mm-hmm. I do. And it was smart because I was I was like done. It's done. Who treats my best friends like that when he's just meeting them. My exes were horrible to my friends. And so that's so junior high, it high is. school stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's huge to me. And then after that, like the dates just got more creative, more fun. It was like, let's go to the park and do this. Let's have a water balloon fight. Like his In a exhaustive way though. Oh, not like, at all. Very natural just, and mm-hmm. And he was traveling a lot, which was probably good because it kept everything spaced out where we could, like, keep this distance while he was healing. Literally, it was. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yeah. When you're, like, in a place where you're forced to take it slow. And you were okay with it. Yes. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. And I decided to say, you know what? Okay. At one point, I started to feel very, like, when are we going to figure this out? Are we dating or are we not? It was, like, six months in. And I was. I was not sure if he was dating other people or not. Like, we didn't define anything. It was very much like, he's a very good person. And, like, I love him, but I'm not going to tell him. I'm just here. You're enjoying your time. Yeah. Seriously, I was like, even if it took a million years, I would wait for him because I was so happy even just being his friend at the time. Totally. So I was like, I will wait and wait and wait. But I did end up saying, listen, I think you need to date other girls because – I'm not sure you're healed enough to be in a relationship. And it was bad. Like, I've never seen that man cry. And he might be sad that I'm saying it now. But he was, like, sobbing. And I was, like, my heart was broken. He said, no, listen. Like, I I feel like I know it's you. I just need to get in this. Yeah. I need to get in this space where, like, I can move forward. Please give me time. I don't want to date anyone else. And bawling. And I was like, I will wait for you forever. It could be 100 years. We're like sobbing. It was the sweetest moment. So I think it was only a few months after that before he literally asked me to be his girlfriend. No one does that anymore. But he had them write it on a plate and said, will you be my girlfriend? So I'm just like, who? I'm so in love with this man. And it has just gotten better and better and better. And the traveling now, which. Where have you guys gone? Oh, it's been so good. And we're going to Europe in two weeks for a month. So, and I'm I'm like, I need to talk to you. I want to go to Spain someday and you know all about it. But yeah, well, just Barcelona. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, honestly, traveling is a huge part of my soul. I just feel like I'm meant to do it. I want to see the world. I want to get to see these other cultures. Well, and... you're such an open-minded person that getting to go immerse yourself in that's other cultures, you just like dive in. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part about traveling is if it you're going to be that way, then you'll 
get a lot from the places you're going to. Yes. And I feel like it changes me. Every time I come back, I learned more and I'm different and I'm better and I'm like happier. Honestly, if you're ever feeling depressed, there's nothing that can fix it. Like getting out of your life in your little narrow story of what's being built and like change it and and see other people's lives too. It's really awesome. I'm so <sighs> glad you found him. Mm-hmm. Brandon. Ew. Brandon. I know. And Finley. But Brandon. But Brandon. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's so on my same page with everything. He knows how much I love animals that he brings it to me. Like we went to another animal rescue. And you're like, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. This is what we want to do. Yes. And he gets so, so much joy out of seeing me with animals. So now he's bringing these situations into my life. Like we just went to san diego and it was a rescue as well and i got to literally just like hug and cuddle a kangaroo a kangaroo and i never thought that would happen but he was so sweet and like wanted to be cuddled and would like scratch me it was hilarious and cute and then we just went to a farm with his family where i was kissing alpacas and i swear to you it's just like if i could if i could have a farm with every animal in the world just with me i would but maybe someday it's the next goal there you go. Yeah. Short girl style. Short girl style. I don't even know if I'm going to go with that, but here's it's the thing. Idea. Yes. So I watched your podcast. Watched. I, was on I love that. This, yeah. I'm hopeful that more people will watch mm-hmm. instead of listen, but yeah, I'm like, it's fun to just like see even the way you're saying something. I prefer it. So I watched it and I was like, okay, oh. here's the thing with, that I see with Chelsea. She has a difference mm-hmm. and many people do. Yes. It's not just about a limb difference. There are other things that people may feel insecure about or may have some some feeling that they're not good enough or not the same mm-hmm. as everyone, right? An insecurity. So, an insecurity. Sure. So for me growing up it was being short. Among many other things, I feel like that's the easy thing that people thought they could poke fun of because I was okay with it, right? It was well, always... and typically I think people don't see that as being like a rude poke fun of. Right. But like, oh, if shorty, that's whatever. that you're uncomfortable with, then it comes off as rude. Exactly. Especially when you just feel like you're not good enough. Like the taller girls, they're prettier, they're more thin than me, and that's what everyone wants. And you, you believe that. And it's just stupid because I'm totally good with it now. I actually love being short now. But growing up, it was like... I wore high high heels every day in high school. What? You're walking through classes? How strange. Like, I couldn't wear the sneakers I wanted to wear. I didn't even buy them because I was like, that'll make me like three inches shorter. And that's not okay to be shorter. Um, So I just felt like also I didn't really understand fashion in the sense of how I could wear it because I was a little bit more curvy and a little bit shorter than everyone that I was seeing or studying because I loved fashion. I mean, I started sewing when I was really little and I went right into fashion design for college because I just knew that's what I loved. So I was always into fashion, but it was like I didn't feel necessarily represented, but I figured out what worked for me. Um, And I don't... Because literally us growing up, I don't think the kids younger than us or adults now younger than us understand that we didn't have all this representation. That's true. It was literally um, Victoria's Secret models. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't fit that, then you weren't in ad campaigns. You weren't being sold to. Right. You were just being told, "Uh, lose some weight and then you can fit into our clothes. But if you don't have any other... I don't even know. Yeah. And I'm looking at it as like, 
our role models were like pop stars and celebrities and Vogue and Elle magazine. Like that's kind of what we thigh had. gaps and thigh gaps. long ass legs mm-hmm. and long torsos. Yep. And that's what the clothes were made to fit. That's right. And even being in the fashion industry now, I don't love that because I have to make my dresses standard for a taller girl. That's just like the industry. But I want to change it and I offer petite now, which is great. But I'm like, that's just, I feel like it's still underrepresented. And every time I watch styling videos, like I'm really getting into TikTok right now with styling and stuff. But I'm like, I feel like they're all size zero and like 5'10", or maybe they're not, but they look that way. And I feel like they wear things that I just can't get away with. Well, and we have a lot of um, limb different or disabled people that are offering um, representation. We have um, plus size mm-hmm. people who are offering representation. Yeah. We don't necessarily have short, short representation. Right. And so I was talking to Brandon about this. And luckily, he makes me feel so confident. I swear, I could wear anything. I could gain a thousand pounds. I could become shorter. I could do anything. And he would always be like, "You're perfect. I love you the way you are." And he always is like, "He loves this. Yeah, and he loves this. Yes, and it's very noticeable and clear." So I just feel good about myself all the time now. And not that I mean, I've been confident and fine with my height for years and years now. So that wasn't a thing. But like, just hearing him say, "I love how short you are," I'm like. I love that you love that. Like, it's yeah. great. So I was talking to him, though. I'm like, I do feel, though, like I'm not represented in the fashion industry. I feel like I still have to be so skinny because of how short I am to look good in anything. It's either I'm a size double zero to look like these models or I'm not represented, which is fine. I don't I don't care that I'm not represented. But what I saw out of that was there's an opportunity here because maybe there are girls who do care that they're not represented. And well, so and it's something getting dressed yeah. is something that you run into every single day. Exactly. So then if that's something that you one don't know how to do yeah. to dress for your body instead of dress how everyone else is dressing, yeah. which is what I think most people do. Mm-hmm. Right? You can definitely tell when you're out like people watching. Oh, they which do know whatever how. people right. can wear whatever, whatever you want. they want, but uh-huh. you can tell the difference between the people yeah. who are dressing for themselves. Mm-hmm. Versus the people who are dressing, oh, because everyone else is dressing like this. Agreed. That's exactly right. And I view fashion as the extension of yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I literally get to wear how I feel. And that's so fun. Yes. Which, like, look at us today. We both did some sort of self-expression that yes. would make us feel good. Exactly. And I'm like, do I want to wear these big puff sleeves? They'll be out next year. I don't care. They're I like cute. them today. Yeah. So I'm going to wear it. Um, which is fun to be like, I don't care what's going to be in or out of style anymore. I'm just like, do I like it? Yeah, I do. Is it a trend? Yeah, well, but do I like it? everything's a fad now. Exactly. It's not even trends anymore. Things are going so fast yes. that they're fads. It changes and so if so you're fast. like making your whole wardrobe, I love capsule wardrobes. And then you throw stuff in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all for a statement piece. Totally. Do not get me wrong. Yes. But... If you're not dressing for yourself, Mm -hmm. you're doing yourself a disservice. Agreed. And for me, I'm like, what even do I like? I don't want the fashion industry to tell me. I don't want anyone else to tell me what do I like. And then I want to share that with other people. So thanks for bringing up short girl style because because of you. Because, because, because of you. Because, because. (laughs) Um, No. Showing that you can represent in some way other people and knowing that that's going to help them. Like you said, if it helps one person, that's amazing because – I know that there are going to be people out there who are like, oh, wait, I feel the same. Even if it's 10. I don't care if I reach 10 people, but I'm like, this is 
what I like and like and here's my take on fashion and how I do it being shorter and also not caring that I'm shorter. I don't have to be taller to wear this. We're not trying to I change can do it. This. We're trying mm-hmm. to make ourselves feel better about the current situation. Right. And to be a part it. of it and to feel like I get to be a part of this fashion industry. It's not just the size zero model. It can be anyone. And I want everyone to feel represented that way too. Like for sure, plus size, every ethnicity, every ethnicity and any height, you know, like let's add another thing in to make people feel more included. Like why not? And so I told Brandon how I feel like, you know what, there could be something here. And he was so dang supportive as he always is. But he was like, you are onto something here. And I go, but I'm so scared of the judgment. I'm so scared of what rude things people will say. What if they don't like my style? What if it's embarrassing? What if I don't know how to make videos? Or And what if no one cares? And he's like, and do you want to do it? Are you enjoying it? it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so. like, I've been told so many times, you know, like it's not really about the numbers. Yes. And you can track all that because that helps with business. Right. But how does it make me feel? Mm-hmm. How does it making other people feel? Because... I can have a million followers or listeners, yeah. and if it's not doing anything good, right. I don't want it. Exactly. Because if you get that one kid that you changed their life, wasn't it worth it? Not that fashion's going to change anyone's life, but still. Right. I'm like, there is still room but for my passions. That's the thing. Fashion can change people's lives can. in a way. If you have something that is so... Um, restricting for you. So like mine, I always have to roll up my sleeves for my hand. You know what I mean? The day I got a custom shirt and jacket from the suit shop, Mm -hmm. my life changed. And the glove. I remember making gloves to fit my hand. Like when you feel like you so that are made for you and when it fits you, whether it takes a little tailoring or what, Mm -hmm. it makes you feel better and more confident. And I remember the day I fit a seven foot tall man in a suit. Wow. And he brought, he came in for his fitting with his fiance and it was all great. It was for his wedding. Um, my coworker who is like six, two or something, he had to do the shoulders because I couldn't get up high enough. Wow. Even on a step stool. And, um, I was really nervous and we had this thing called the perfect fit and we wanted people to come back and need very few alterations. His suit came back. Perfect. I love that. I was far enough in like working. I was confident in all of my measurements. Plus I had someone double check it all. Wow. George did great with like helping me finalize it. That man walked out in tears. His fiance cried. Can you imagine being seven feet tall? No. And trying to find clothes that fit you. There's That's that way worse good, than even feel, short. But it's but, the same concept. Yeah. I can't even imagine that situation. And there's so nothing. There's less people that feel the way he does. Mm-hmm. There's more people that feel the way you do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like saying that it's not going to help anyone. Right. There's so many short people out there yeah. that are having the same pain points you are. Yeah. And just getting inspiration, if nothing else, like, mm-hmm. wow, I, you know, I can see something that would work for me now. So also it's the education. You exactly. can't know like right now what's going across my TikTok is like these color wheels. So people will put like these fabrics with the colors on their, oh. like under their head so that you can see how your complexion, your eyes, your whole demeanor kind of changes based on 
the colors you're wearing. Wow. So you should know which colors do what for you. I love that. But it's the same thing. Now it's like, okay, if you have more torso than leg, this is how you can typically get away with pants and shirts. Mm -hmm. Or these are the things to steer towards. That's you. That's what you're doing. Thank you. And that's exactly what I want to do too, especially I'm very short torsoed. So there are just things that will not work for me. And like, that's fine. I could still wear it and still be confident in it. But I'm like, I feel like there's also just a guidance that some people who are are not constantly around fashion. Exactly. But they want. That's the majority of people I've realized. Okay. Well, that's good to know because I really don't know. People who are like immersed in it or like went to school, whatever. We don't get it because it's so second nature. Yeah. Most of my friends, even if they're good at what they do, they they lack some sort of confidence in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like my degree and where I went to school gives me a lot of confidence that I wouldn't have. As it twice. should. I still want to go for there. You. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, getting any sort of fashion or like art degree just gives you kind of like that thing in your you're right resume or your pocket that's like. Ah, I actually have this and I feel good about that area. And I love that you can say that because here's something that I think when people say like, we want the professional to come and talk about this. Will you come speak? I'm like, uh, no, I am not that person. But I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I do have a lot of experience. I've been in the industry for 20, 11 years. I was going to say 21 years. How old am I? (laughs) I mean, like in the industry working. Yeah. But, um, I've always loved it. So I've loved it 20 plus years, but. I'm like, there are people who are just now getting into it or whatever, but being able to say, wow, maybe I do have some value is good for anything in life, but especially something like this where you're like, I'm going to put myself out there. I may not be the expert. I was going to say, you're not saying that you're the one-stop shop or one person that knows all. Right. You have a lot of good insights and you live this every day. So true. That was my thing. I was so freaking tired of going to people who had 10 fingers and mm. them telling me what to do. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, you don't get it. You don't let us every day. Oh, exactly. But now that I'm like having conversations with people who are missing digits or even full hands uh-huh. or limbs, like they get it. Yep. In a way that no one else ever can't. will. And I even being technically short, right? So you said anyone under 5'8". That's in my opinion in fashion because I'm like, Everything's made for five, nine to six foot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously things that will work for everyone. But in my opinion, I would call under 5'8 short for the fashion industry because to be a model, you usually have to be 5'8. That's so to me, I was like anyone under 5'8, I think could really benefit from some of the things I want to talk about. But hopefully everyone. I never want anyone to be cut out. I'm like, take my cute like short girl outfit and make it your own thing i would love that also the amount of times i've been talking about limb differences and people can apply those principles to other things that's what i did like left and right you know what i mean it doesn't have to be on that one topic that's why i was like well i mean if i do most of my episodes on my limb difference like are people gonna drop off do they not want to listen but it's like I have so much more to talk about than oh, yeah. just that. But the principles apply across mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, and it was such a connection. Just hearing you talk about it, I'm like, oh, I can relate and not in that way, but in this yeah. way. And that's all. Like, that's really what I feel like podcasts are for. I feel like when I listen to anyone's podcast, you hear even one thing that sticks with you. Well, it your was brain worth goes it. off on your own tangent. Totally. You, you process that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. And so never feel like you can't or shouldn't talk about it. Even if it's focused on it or whatever, 
that is what made you you and I think it is very valid always do it it's very inspiring well I'm glad that it's like making you want to do something too like like you're putting yourself out there and how hard is that well it's hard until you realize that like there's no competition yeah there's no competition here it's you against you (laughs) yeah we all do this and if we lift each other up there's really no competition yeah like you're so right I was super nervous about, like, not paying people to come on here. And then I was like, but I do. I have something to offer. Yeah. And then I'm promoting what, like, I'm at least asking them if they want to promote something totally. or whatever. Yeah. And so there's a give and a take. And I think with corporate America, people are really missing that. Like you said, yeah. you're like, you felt silly for not paying models or something right away. And it's mm-hmm. like, we all got to start somewhere. That's exactly right. And if you end up and you're helping them doing too. a 180, who yeah, cares? Exactly. You can change any day, yeah. anytime. But yeah, it's like, just just start, right? I feel like that's what this all comes back to is like, just start or be you and whatever that gut. means. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. You've inspired me. I'm like, it's another project, which hopefully I don't do the two passions again. But, like, I think it's an extension. It can be the same. It can be one and the same, right? Also, if you're doing it with, like, your boutique items, yeah. too, that's business. Yeah. And that's the goal because I feel like a lot of people don't know that our bridal store has boutique because it is very secondary. I'm like, obviously, I want to focus on our brides and the wedding gowns. But I'm so passionate about fashion anyway that I like to do that. So I am trying to do more with that as well. Mm-hmm. And I would love to design my own like ready to wear someday just to be able to sell so we'll see where it all goes but I do think it's connected enough where hopefully makes sense to me yeah well thank you because now I'm gonna do it I'm like I'm gonna do it I didn't even want to call it short girl style it's not gonna be a podcast or anything straight up like just a tiktok account with inspiration and advice and like just fun you know that's where it starts and then you go to l or then you go to allure and then you go to whoever and you're like, writing what? these columns for style segments or something. You know what I mean? Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, you never know. And then, yeah, for you, I'm like, you started where you were going to – you've told me so many years now that you wanted to do the podcast, you wanted to be a speaker, and I love, like, when I first got here, how you talked about that. And you're doing it. This is your way to, like, talk to people and learn what to talk about. You're going to be amazing. When's your first session to start, like, speaking with people? I'm corresponding with a few principals right now. Awesome. And then I'm going to go in and start speaking to students in schools. And I have a few appointments with brands to do like consultancy. Awesome. Who the Child Cares is like my creative non-filtered outlet. Mm -hmm. And this is just literally this is like the most raw Chelsea you're going to get. And it's still not Mm -hmm. like who you're going to get off camera. Exactly. Just because there's some things not everyone needs to know. You just keep things close sometimes. But um, likeness is my professional side. Yeah. Because I really do love having like a professional get shit done businesswoman side of myself. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like being trained in Los Angeles, it was really cutthroat. And so I was like, I flopped when I got here. But I want to emulate that part of what I really thrived in. Wow. Which was that structure, that business professional. Wow. And that's all going to be the public speaking and consultancy. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we're going to connect our businesses on that because it's honestly, I'm I'm so excited about what you're doing. And I would love to, in some way, help spread the word in general because it's going to help everyone. Again, this is not it just going to help 
when different people, you will be a representation for anyone with any insecurity or difference at all. Well, and my biggest thing is I want anyone with any physical difference to feel like they've been represented. Yeah. And because you can't really show through photography, like any like mental sort of, maybe I'm limiting myself in that belief. But as for right now, I don't really see a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. So focusing on those like physical differences that set us apart from the very, very small margin Mm -hmm. that was set up for society that doesn't fit most people. If it does, that's awesome. And that makes your life way easier. Right. It's just not for everyone. Yeah, you're right. And that's why people will relate. And I think it's the best. The people who want to lift each other up will all support the movement like I'm I'm so excited and I would love to be a part of that too so God, I'm so glad you're amazing I'm so you. proud of you happy for you all of it well honestly you I couldn't have done it without someone like you to follow in the footsteps of that means the world and I'm gonna keep doing it but now your footsteps are just gonna I'll and be now we can you. do it together we'll be side by side footsteps I love it I remember one time you're like when I have a job I'm gonna hire you to do something so whatever and I was like Good, get me out of here. <laughs> Granted, bridal's not my strong suit, so I wouldn't be a good fit. <laughs> but it was that, like, you bring your friends along with you. Mm-hmm. When I'm here, you'll be there with me. Exactly. And wanting to just lift each other up together. I, I love, love that. Oh, you're amazing. You're amazing. Thank you for asking me on. Yes, I love you. I love you so much. You are the best. And wrap. Like, yeah. I don't know. Did I we, know, like, uh, we have, I don't know how long we talked, but I'm like, you're going to have way too much to go through, but it was great. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of Who the Chell Cares. I'm your host, Chelsea. And if you did like it, please like, rate, subscribe, comment, share. It all helps me.